To see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of a desert peak in the background of cacti and some purple and yellow desert fauna underneath a clear blue sky comes to us from a friend who was traveling out west and who captured this site last Friday at the Desert Botanical Garden in Phoenix, Arizona. Well, it's Wednesday, and I thought that this desert peak was an adequate photo to represent reaching the hump of the work week, and the mention of the city of Phoenix could help us to rise from the ashes to take flight as the bearers of hope as we progress through Holy Week to declare the good news of life everlasting for all those who put their faith in Jesus Christ who rose from the dead. And even though the desert could be a dry and lifeless place, the green, yellow, and purple colors of the desert fauna in today's photo shows us that we can survive and thrive even in hostile environments and difficult circumstances. Uh, the world is a hard place, and last night I was reminded that many people are struggling just to survive in it. I work uh, I work part-time I work part-time as a psychiatric technician for a mobile crisis assessment team for Columbia and Greene counties and I see that the greatest toll of the consequences of our decadent drug-fueled confused and godless society is often paid by the youth and as we had uh, as we had to offer support and counsel last night in two cases that involved children with thoughts of suicide in one case, a child was living in an environment where substance abuse, domestic squabbles, and drug dealing were the soup du jour of everyday life. Uh, this neglect uh, the, of this home environment and the pressures to conform to the images and pressures on social media had caused a 12-year-old girl to tearfully admit to school officials that they had a specific plan to take their life and had been virtually starving themselves without their parents' knowledge. In another case, a male teenager's confusion over their gender identity and other life pressures that come from school and a family separated by divorce had caused them to Google how to make a noose and to watch videos on YouTube that demonstrated how one could take their life by hanging. But luckily, talk saves lives, and these two children's plans were discovered, and they were being were being supported by school staff, mental health professionals, and family members to get the help they needed in crisis. I spoke to the male teenager's parent to assure them that being present and showing loving concern for their son and to utilize the network of support that was available to them was the way to keep their child safe and to help them through this difficult period. Knowing that there is a problem is the first step in solving it. And now that the darkness of this young man's depression has been exposed to the light, his family, friends, and concerned teachers and mental health professionals can give him the support he needs. And in the other case, I checked in with this 12-year-old girl to make sure she was eating and was doing okay after revealing her secret plan, her secret pain. Uh, I asked the, the standard questions about suicidal ideation and making sure she had a safety plan in place to make sure she was had means to cope and to seek help if her thoughts turned dark, but then I was just sort of at a loss for what to say. Not surprisingly, she wasn't very talkative, and there was a big silence as I struggled to think of what to say to this young girl to give her assurance and hope. 
what does a, an almost 50-year-old stranger have to say to someone in her position? Honestly, for a, a moment, I was at a complete loss as to what to say, but then I was moved to assure her that things could get better by sharing a bit of my story with her. I confessed to her that while I didn't know what it was like to be in her sh in her shoes, um, I could relate to her difficulties of being a middle schooler with thoughts of suicide. I shared how I was an overweight kid and how I didn't really have a, any good friends during those middle school years and how I had suffered from depression and thoughts of taking my life. I confessed that my father had guns and that I had a vague plan of taking my life with one of them. I confessed that I didn't go through with it because I was afraid to die and I only wanted to not feel so bad anymore. I had made vague statements of killing myself and, and my parents had chastised me for having those thoughts. And even though their concern wasn't a hallmark moment, uh, their words were enough to stop those thoughts of suicide and help me pass my crisis. I also shared about the difficulties of growing up in the midst of COVID-19 and shared the story of how my son struggled with, with, with purpose when the pandemic shut down uh, his dream of, of starring in the spring musical and, in, and, in, and the in-person uh, meetings at school, causing him to, uh, to complete his graduating requirement via Zoom sessions of summer school. And I share that even though he struggled with depression and purposelessness for a season, things got better. He enrolled in college and ended up with a starring role in last autumn's production of Little Women at Hudson Valley Community College. My basic meandering message was intended to assure this young girl that things could and would get better if she did what she needed to do each day to learn and to grow into the person she wanted to be, regardless of the difficulties at home or in the world. My conversation showed me that there was a purpose to my pain. Now that I survived it, all these years later, I could share about overcoming it. And I could share my son's story too, and use them to give someone hope to overcome their crisis. The Lord calls us to represent his kingdom on earth by loving our neighbors as ourselves. And in these two instances, I feel that my simple presence, advice, and testimony was, was used um, by the Lord to show these hurting people the love he has for us, even though I didn't specifically mention God. God gave us life and he wants us to live. He recognizes the difficulties of a world that is broken by sin, but he calls us to follow him to overcome it. And he uses us to help others to see the goodness of life and the way out of the darkness. So remind yourself that although you may be struggling, that you are not alone. Others have been through similar struggles, and some are suffering through worse situations right now. But none of it is without a purpose. These situations should draw us to seek the meaning, purpose, and comfort that comes from God. And our going through trials should cause us to develop patience and empathy for others. When we suffer and survive, we can rise from the ashes and use our testimony to show others that there is a reason to live and a means to make it through. So celebrate your life today by thanking God for bringing you through all your trials and for giving you the opportunity today to rejoice and to possibly one day use your story to show someone else that there is hope. To paraphrase from Brandon Lake and Elevation Worship Song, 
grave in the grave in the gardens our our lord is the god of the mountain and the god of the valley and there's not a place that is mercy and grace won't find us again so keep walking and talking with god and reach out to others to let them know that life is worth living and if they <laughs> and if they go the way uh, the way the, of goodness and righteousness, they too can overcome even the darkest night of the soul. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the New Living Translation Bible Promise Book for Men. This morning's meditation verse is Luke 6.38, and it says, Give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and Poured into your lap. The amount you give will return determine the amount you get back. Today's verse uh, uh, are the words of Jesus that tell us to give, and, and, and we will receive, and he assures us that we will receive far more than we give. Is Jesus some prosperity gospel preacher who is telling us to sow a seed to receive an abundance of wealth? I don't think so. Uh, Jesus didn't live in luxury. Uh, no, uh, discerning the meaning of a verse in the Bible, uh, to discern the meaning of, of a verse in the Bible, um, we should always consider the context. And if we look at the preceding verse, we learn that G Christ is, was talking about not judging people and forgiving them. So when Christ says to give here, we could easily make the case that Christ is saying to live, liberally give forgiveness to others. Did your pastor not teach you that? Look at the immediate context and the following verses. Nothing about tithes and offerings. Nothing about wealth and prosperity. Just a whole lot on forgiveness, not judging others, and being more concerned with our personal sin than others. So take that, press it down, shake it all about, and let the humility of forgiving others and conforming yourself to the image of Christ by repenting of your personal failures and sins run over in your life. Uh, we have to know that Christ calls us to follow him. He doesn't call us to spend money to earn money. He calls us to give of ourselves to his kingdom by forgiving others and by becoming more like him. Knowing his word Know his word and question anyone who would use this verse to motivate you to give financially with the vague promise of material or spiritual blessings. Our faith calls us to follow Jesus, not to play some giving slot machine of spiritual or financial materialism. God wants us to give ourselves to him and to others. So ante up and invest yourself in sanctifying yourself and serving others by showing them the love of God here on earth as it is in heaven, and you will receive far more than you will ever give. As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue sharing from John Piper's Don't Waste Your Life as we conclude chapter one, and uh, some with some more of his testimony. Um, about seeing some truth and uh, yeah um, so I, I can't I can't give a proper synopsis of all that he writes but um, I would encourage you to check it out um, as always uh, uh, you know we do support the work of these authors um, so if you wanted to I know there's means where you can get 
get John Piper's Don't Waste Your Life as a PDF just by doing a Google search. Um, but you can also pay, uh, purchase a paper copy online for less than $5. So uh, if you want it all at once, go get it. If not, we'll share it little by little because it's already out there. So, um, you know, it's for your educational purposes and for your faith walk. We encourage that faith walk because it makes us overcome. It gives us the hope to, to live and, and for hope for everlasting life in Christ Jesus. So we encourage that here on the, on the blog and the podcast um, by sharing our discipleship classes for uh, victory over the darkness, the bondage breaker, and freedom in Christ. It teaches us who we are in Christ and how we can live free and experience the fruit of the Spirit by walking in the Spirit. Um, so if you want to check those out, they're available on the uh, podcast. Uh, we also uh, obviously encourage the study of God's Word because we have to know what it says. We can't just take a, a single verse and go, oh, that means, you know, if I give, I'll get all this stuff back. Um, check out the context, guys. You know, we have to know what the Word of God says. And, you know, Jesus isn't necessarily, you know, Jesus didn't have a whole lot to say um, about giving financially. Um, so just shots fired. Um, so, so not that you shouldn't support the work of the church and charities and people who do good work. Uh, it's just, we, you know, we're not playing a game where we're going to get blessed for giving. Um, we will, but probably not in the way we think. Um, so, you know, let's be spiritually mature by studying the word of God and renewing our mind with it and, you know, putting our heart in our faith. That's, that's what it's about. It's not about, you know, what can I get? Um, we receive far more than we will ever get by being forgiven of our sins and uh, encouraged to walk with Christ. So, you know, get the most out of it, guys, um, by following him. Um, <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Um, I do encourage people to uh, check out the blog and the podcast. Uh, I share all these resources to try to help you in your walk because they've helped me so much. And um, they, they showed me. Um, they take me out of the darkest, deepest depression and brought me into a life of peace, joy, and hope um, every day. And, uh, you know, out of the darkness of addictions. You know, there's nothing God can't do. If we trust in him and follow him and, you know, do our part, we can overcome. So, uh, and, and then we can use our testimony to help others. So, you know, this is what abundant living is. It's not about living in a mansion. It's about, you know, having the peace of the Lord at all times. Um, so let's walk in it and let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. Lord, we thank you for, for, for bringing us through all the trials of our lives to this day where we can rejoice that it's Holy Week and we're going to celebrate your resurrection this Sunday, but we get to, res uh, you know, uh, celebrate your resurrection every day because your spirit lives in us and it guides us to in the way we should go. If we would only listen and follow your voice, Lord, we know that we will experience that pressed down, shaken together abundance uh, that your word speaks of. Um, Lord, thank you so much for the people that listen to this, Lord. I mean, we pray for them today as, as for you to come alongside their uh, prayer request and, and to guide them in, their way, in the way they should go. Um, Lord, we just pray for, for you to uh, encourage us today to, um, to, to see the things you want us to see and to do the things you want us to do to best represent you on, on the earth. Lord, help us to do the best job we can do and help us to touch others if we are given the opportunity um, and, to, and to show others there's a reason to live and there's a reason to hope. And, and the best reason is that uh, we uh, is, 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 is bought from 
and paid for by, by Jesus Christ, um, that uh, this life doesn't end, um, that it continues into eternity in your kingdom, and wow, it's going to be something to behold. Um, thank you, Lord, for uh, all this stuff, and we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.